Welcome to the Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tony. Got a question today, and she let me know right away that this email is rather long, so brace yourself. And it says, I first want to say thank you for helping those who need it through your podcast and other platforms. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. I'm sorry I figured I'd apologize now because this message is rather long. I will leave it up to you on whether or not you want to air this on your podcast, but I had to make sure you had full details to properly help me understand. Hey, thank you for the heads up. And, you know, I'm okay with the long questions. It helps us eat up a little bit of time. So you all keep sending them in. I came across your podcast on YouTube, saw the podcast for February 28th and realized not only Am I going through something very similar, but I also have some questions of my own. I'm currently talking to someone that I was friends with my freshman year of college. Even at that time, he would joke about how I'm his wife and one day he would marry me. Of course, being the person that never got any male attention, I just embraced the friendly flirtation, but never thought he was serious. Some years go by, and I'm still in college, but he no longer attends the university due to personal unfortunate situations. We ended up getting close at this time. He lived maybe 30 minutes away from the university, but still managed to come see me and spend time. At this time, we only kissed, but he was attracted to me in every way. I was sure of it. I thought things were going great until I noticed something on his Facebook that looked as if he was dealing with more than one woman. One of those women being his ex that we went to school with. Without asking him about it, I immediately cut him off. And when I cut him off, it lasted for approximately three years. He kept trying to contact me via Facebook, but I just told him I didn't want to talk to him. I was angry. Now, fast forward To the present, he attempted to reach out to me at the beginning of this month, and I decided to message him back. That night, I was packing up my dorm because it was the end of the semester. He ended up video messaging me, and we stayed on for four hours. In that time, we talked about everything. He told me how he was not the same person as before, meaning he went through a lot of issues with mental health and a lot of family and personal issues that pretty much broke him down and built him up. To be honest, same thing has happened to me. When I finally told him why I was mad at him, he was angry. Turns out that what I saw was not what I thought it was. Apparently, a woman he didn't want an attachment with wouldn't leave him alone even after he respectfully explained how he felt to her. She ended up going on his page and saying a bunch of irrelevant things. His female friends, including his ex, seen it and figured they'd jump in and see why she's saying what she's saying. And in the midst of it, in the midst of it all, made up a story to make her mad and hopefully disappear. So in reality, I shut him out for years for no reason. I'm still so mad at myself for that. Now we've been talking every day. 
We still have this amazing chemistry and like each other a lot. He's come to see me three times, and one of those times we were sexually involved for the first time. I absolutely wanted to wait and express to him that that would be a big step for us, but it happened anyway. Granted, we've reconnected now after so many years, and we're both not 19 and 20 anymore. He's 26, and I'm 25. I'll be 26 June 3rd. Ah, uh, that just passed. So happy birthday. Based on how we are now and realizing how he has always respected me, I don't want to lose him. Yes, I don't want to see where things, yes, I do want to see where things may lead between us, but I also don't want us to ruin our friendship and I don't want to confuse things with sex. I told him this, but I wanted to catch things early and see what was happening with us. So I figured I'd take advice. I take the advice you gave the young lady in the What Are We podcast and apply it to my situation because we can't physically see each other until a month and a half from now. I decided we do it via video chat. Having so many questions and not having for sure answers, I needed to ask now. I couldn't wait for us to physically be around each other. We were talking about family as we always do, and I told him we never had the conversation about what your past relationships were like and what are you looking for in a new relationship. In his answer, he expressed how he wants to fix the relationship between him and his mom, which is not so good. The only woman in his life that's completely good to him that he cherishes so much is his grandmother. Him and his mom have had it pretty rocky since his childhood, and as much as he only and as much he only gets failed attempts to repair things with her, he admitted how it still eats at him trying to avoid it. He tells me about his childhood, and the more I get to know him and his family, the closer I want to get to him and help him repair any and everything he wants to fix with them. I feel like maybe asking about a relationship would be selfish and perhaps too much knowing what's on his plate already. But then again, why would he pursue me if he wasn't ready? I asked weeks before, was he ready for me? And he said, of course he was. But I was still scared to ask how he felt about us and what he thought we were and what we're doing because I didn't want the typical, oh my gosh, response I always get from guys in the past. But I asked anyways. He said, we'll see, and that we have a lot of lost time right now, and we're pretty much playing catch up. I want to know if I ask too soon. Am I doing too much? I want to know what should I be asking him and if I should be asking him anything at all as far as relationship stuff. I don't want to feel like I'm doing too much and end up scaring him away, leading to messing up any chance of something happening. I don't really have a problem going with the flow of how things are now, but what kills me is not knowing, feeling like I don't know whether or not he wants a relationship with me. Yeah, this is great right now, and he adores me even after all these years, but am I good enough to finally be all yours? He made a joke about us possibly being together and progressing during the time I wasn't talking to him. Oh, the possibilities, he said. Even though I know it was a joke, it hurt my feelings knowing that I did that to him. I just need help understanding what to do now. 
Thank you so much. And once again, I apologize for the length. Please pray over me and him and our families and success and overall health. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for writing in. Yes, Lord, that was good and long. And it popped my neck and from looking down, I got the phone neck now. And uh, what I'm first going to pray is for forgiveness for the fornication that you fell into. Lord, forgive them for that, for they know not what they do. They know what they do, and I hope that they stop doing what they did. So we want to lift that up in prayer first. And secondly, men have elaborate stories and come up with some elaborate stuff. I'm going to tell you, the woman who cut him off was being who he said he cut off She on Facebook. She was being led on. A woman not coming on your page and going off on your Facebook unless you gave her a reason to. Ain't nobody that crazy, especially for a man who had to drop out of college and is 26 years old. You're not Denzel. We don't see that happening to celebrities, really. So that's not happening to no average, everyday man. You know, you, you don't see it happening to me. And it's a lot of, and I deal with, hundreds of thousands, millions of women see my posts. Thousands of women meet me in person, getting talked to me. I do hours and hours on the phone coaching women, and you ain't never seen a woman on my Facebook page. You probably haven't been there, but if you go there, going off thinking we had something that we don't. So if a woman comes on your page, you gave her a reason to be there because you are not that fine and you're not rich and you ain't nothing special enough to make a woman be on your page making up lies. So that's a lie that men tell. So that's a lie that he told you. His ex-girlfriend coming in the page and creating a story to say, to make this other girl leave him alone, that's not happening either unless your ex is still your woman. Because whenever we leave a relationship, your ex is happy to see you get aired out because it's your ex for a reason. So if his ex was on the page saying, this my man, get off my man page, what you saw is what you saw. That, that was real. That was real. And I'm willing to put my money on it. And your intuition, because if it was all just made up, he created the situation to even happen. So he was leading this woman on, got his ex thinking they still together and working on their relationship, and then got you thinking y'all building something. So just the fact that all three of y'all, the woman on the page, the so-called ex and you, all felt like y'all were his woman. That's a huge red flag. So by you dropping him like a bad habit and cutting him off for three years, that was your intuition. because And it was so strong and so compelling and so convincing that your intuition gave you the strength to walk away like that. Because you're a smart woman. You're in college. So you wouldn't have walked away if it just looked it kind of fugazi, if it just looked it, you know, like, ah, this woman looked like a psycho. You wouldn't even have bought into it, you know. And 
ah, uh, this woman over here, this ex, look like she just kind of taking up for him. You wouldn't have any, you wouldn't have bought into it. So it looked believable enough to make you cut him off. And then he come back three years later. He connect. He connects with you. He's been through some things, you know, mental health and all of those things. And, you know, it's just something to me how a man will come and tell you all his business but won't go talk to a therapist or a life coach. A lot of times it could it could be the truth, but I also know a lot of times guys use that as well. And because it immediately it it taps on the the mother, it pulls on the mother that's in you and you said it yourself, I want to get close to him and help him solve all of his problems that he's facing. And so now, instead of you being the damsel in distress, he is in distress. Like Cat Williams, man down on, on the movie Friday. Man down, man down. So now he comes and plays the man down role. You put your superwoman cape on, and now you want to rescue him. Captain, save him. So now you want to save him. He got you right where he wants you. He gets you right where he wants you. Then he comes and sees you, which he comes see you two, three times. One of the three times he gets you in the bed, get you on your back, take your innocence. So now y'all have had sex when you don't have a title. So you just gave him the benefits, but you ain't even been hired. So now you... All he did was come back, have a four-hour conversation with you, talk to you on the phone a few times, come visit you three times, and now he has crossed the finish line. See, what you got to realize is that the sex is the finish line when it's before marriage. So if you let somebody, it's basically like, having a 100-meter a race, you know, when you watch the 100 in track, it's basically like you take the finish line and you move it from the 100-meter mark up to, like, the 30-meter mark. And so this person runs the race, and they cross the finish line at 30 meters, but they get the same pay and the same accolades and the same medal and the same respect as if they ran the 100 meters. So you finish in three seconds, and now people say, oh, you set a new world record of three seconds in the 100 meters, but really you only ran 30. That's what sex before marriage is like, is you just gave him what other men have had to work for, you know, for years or have had to get in an exclusive relationship with a woman and had to just cake and simp and date and court and spend money, spend time, spend energy, meet dad, meet mom, meet grandma, meet all the family before they get to lie down and have sex with this woman. You gave him that reward without any of that work. 
And so now he's crossed the finish line. So now when you say, well, what are you? How you feel about us? Oh, well, uh, well, we really, you know, catching up time. And we making up for a lot of lost time. Oh, you weren't saying that when you were in in my bed sleeping with me. Uh, you made up plenty of time when it was time to, to have sex. But now it's time to talk about what are we? Oh, we making up lost time. And we'll see. Oh, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We got to take it slow. You know, we doing a lot of catch up, a lot of lost time. Basically, that means y'all are nothing and he getting ready to leave. That's basically what that means. That means that, and see, this is what I tell women all the time. See, my number is 11 when it comes to sex. The number is 11. By the time you sleep with a man 11 times, he has pretty much done everything he wants to do with you sexually. And by that number 11, he, if this, if he doesn't want to be with you, that relationship is going to be on, it's going to be dead. It, it's gone. A lot, of, now some guys will stretch it out for five years, six years, seven years, 10 years, stretch it out because they don't have the heart to leave. They don't have the heart to break your heart. And so they just kind of stay with you, but they cheat on you with, you know, little jump offs and little easy situations to kind of bide their time until they meet the woman that really, really gets their interest. And then they find the heart to leave you. And but when a man will take from you, meaning have sex with you and then not give you a commitment. That all right there is a red flag. And, and what you're doing right now is, for one, you're playing with fire. Because for two, you know, a man does not let you leave him for three years. If you cut him off and he wanted you, that man would have blew up your phone to the point that you felt like putting a restraining order on him. And you would have knew that you knew. He would have explained the situation to you because he knew what went down on his Facebook page. And he knew you had access to his Facebook page. That is how he was able to give you this elaborate story because he didn't thought about this over and over because he didn't had to tell this story to the other two women that cut him off. But he wanted them, so he went back to them. And you said yourself, you, you don't get male attention. You're not used to male attention. So it may be the same situation to where he just wasn't all the way that into you, so he didn't think to come back and chase you and beg you and then have to tell you this elaborate story because the story he's telling you three years later, that should have been told the day after it happened because, you know, I'm a man, and when it comes to relationships, I've been through everything you can go through in a relationship, everything you can go through in a relationship. And I know for a fact if I'm entertaining this woman over here and then something go down on my Facebook, and it happened to me. When I was in college, I was sleeping just like you. I was sleeping with a woman, met this woman, talked to her a couple of times, got intimate with her. You know, she went on my Facebook, saw I had a girlfriend. Her and her, she cut me off. She kind of let me know in a roundabout way, you got a woman. And I, I saw a woman on your Facebook. And she never really talked to me again, but guess what? I never really talked to her again because I had already crossed the finish line and didn't want her anyways. 
But now, if I was still single three years later, oh, it would have been great to catch up and talk and, you know, and and get back together. So when you cut him off, he let you go because he didn't want you. But now, come back three years later, you're the one that got away. But instead of remaining the prize, the one that got away, you gave him the finish line, you gave him the reward right away. But then you said... You know, well, I don't want sex to mess up what we got. I don't want that to interfere. What well, you already did it. So it's all, all the damage has already been done. So to every woman listening, yes, you should be asking, what are we? You ask, what are we in any situation? It just in, in, in business, on your job, what are we? In any situation, except for just like a, a friend or or an associate, like at work, a co-worker. But if it's something that you are being intimate or you want to be intimate or you're going to go there even though you shouldn't, yes, you have to ask, what are we? And guess what? Guess what? I'm going to tell you the truth. The only man who gets mad with the what are we question is a grown boy who does not want a serious relationship. Real men want real questions because we have real answers. I always say the truth does not get offended. When, when you're telling the truth, when you have nothing to hide, you can be cool, calm, and collected. But when you are defensive, when you get angry quick, you got something to hide. So, yes, you should be asking, what are we? No, you should not have sex again. Yes, you can continue to talk with them as long as you know you're not going to have sex again. And until, you know, I don't know your beliefs. To me, it should be until marriage, especially now, because he already had a test drive. So you slipped up. So to every, you know, Christian in training, we all sinners and we sin. So it's a lot of people that are single, saved, and having sex and writing me. And you saved and you having sex. And you're asking for prayer, but you're having sex. And you know God says don't fornicate, but you're having sex. So to all of us struggling with sin, which we all struggle in our own way. But for those of you struggling with the sin of fornication, if you have already fell and defiled the bed with fornication, let that be it. You have already, when you go to a car dealership, how many times are they going to let you test drive the same car? If you come back every week and say, oh, I want to test drive the car again, they're going to tell you after the, about the third time, uh, sir, uh, you, you putting too many miles on our car. And we have a policy. They don't even have this policy, but they're about to create the policy. We have a policy that we can only allow three test drives per customer. Because if we let a thousand customers test drive the car, three times, we can't even sell it after that, sir, because 
it has 9,000 miles. So we're going to need you to either pick another car or to buy this car. And that's what they're going to tell you. And that's how you have to be in your relationship. You fail, you defile the bed, you fell in sex sin. So now it's time to put up a shut up. Look, buddy, you want to put a ring on it? Do you want to get serious in a relationship and court me and date me and, and let's be in a relationship and let's work towards marriage? Or do you want to pick another ride? Meaning you, you want to walk away. You want to go get with you another woman and test drive her to death. Or do you want to put a ring on it and take me off the market? And so that is how you, you can't let somebody wear your body out, put all the miles on you, come have you, you know, laid out all the time and just using you and abusing you and got you leaving you hanging, got you wondering what are we, and you stressed out, can't sleep, wondering what are we, and giving him all the benefit of the doubt, giving him husband benefits, meaning sex and respect, and he's not even your boyfriend. That's what's happening in this world with so many women. Y'all are giving men that's not even your boyfriend the benefits and the respect as if he was your husband. Or you're giving your boyfriend the benefits and the respect as if he was your husband. So with your husband, you might see he's going through something and say, I'm not going to ask him this right now. Because you're respecting him. He paid his dues. He walked you down the aisle, took you to the courthouse, whatever. He married you. He, he gave you his last name. He made you his. He signed a dotted line before God until death does us part. So you give him a level of respect that is not due to a boyfriend. With a boyfriend, no. Gloves off. What, what are we? What is this? What's going on? What, what, what are we doing here? You know, where, where are we going with this? I'm 26. Where are we going with this? And that's the approach you got to take. He, he don't deserve, you know, no respect in the sense of, oh, I'm not going to ask him a question, you know, about my heart because he's dealing with some things with his family. He's a grown man. He got to get over it. And one of the things that, that help a grown man cope and deal is the favor he finds he receives from God when he finds his wife. So actually you asking him, what are we? And him realizing that he needs a relationship and he needs to be in right standing with God and he needs to get married to a woman that he can be faithful to and be faithful to her and be faithful to God and to love her the way Christ loves the church. That's what's going to give him his breakthrough in his life. That's what he needs. But by you holding a relationship from him, afraid to ask him, what are we? You're actually hurting him more than you're helping him because he's going to stay in that state of fornication, messing around, leading women on. And now he got that from you and he's going to go get it from the next woman, going to go get it from the next woman. And he's just going to dig himself a hole and he's going to continue to hurt and continue to be lost, continue to be broke, busted and disgusted. He's going to continue the cycle. So you got to pull back. You got to have that conversation. 
figure out what's going on and say, look, you know, what are we doing here? I can't continue to move forward in this way if we're not going to have something legit and real that I feel secure in because my heart is on the line. My heart is at stake. I've added you a, a body to my list, which if you're not my husband, this could potentially hurt me when I meet my husband. So, you know, I'm not trying to put too much pressure on you, but I don't believe in wasting time in my life and wasting, you know, my body with several men. So however you got to word it, it's not too soon, especially when sex is in the picture. Ask that question. If you don't get the answer that you want, remember this is not even your boyfriend. You don't owe him anything. If you don't feel in your heart, if you cannot rest easy, trusting his word based on his character and who you know him to be as a young man, then drop it, charge it to the game. You made a mistake. Learn from it. Don't make the same mistake twice and move forward with your life. Hey, this is Tony Gaskins, your brother from another mother. If you have a question for me and you just want an outside opinion, just want to give you some unbiased sound insight and wisdom, just my two cents, hoping that it doesn't bankrupt me. Shoot me your question to inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Inbox at TonyGaskins.com. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon.